host, Sasha Gray. I am uh, another host of the program, David Guy Levy. Yeah. And this week, our special guest is none other than Andy Dick. Andy Hi. Dick. Yeah, how you guys Hi. doing? Good. How, how are you? Doing? I'm good. You ready for a massage? I'm ready. Well, let's send in the therapist, William. Is, is there only going to be one guy running back and forth? No. Each? <laughs> each have her own unique really? therapist. Very special lady. If you ladies I'm going to look up. I got to see who's touching me. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. 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 That's sweet. Oh, I like that. Nice. Oh, yeah. How's it so going? Good. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. I used to get them more often lately. I don't have time. And I don't. And, you know, to be honest with you, it's a luxury. Yeah. I'd rather feed my kids. You know, kids tend to eat actual um, food yeah, and, then, yeah. and you have to buy the food you have to buy the food kids are yeah. expensive huh? million dollars each how many kids do you have five so you've lost at least five million dollars <laughs> by the time they're 18 it's five million dollars and probably more the way i spoiled them you have five kids mm, yeah <laughs> Wait, I should have brought the laundry list of my accidents and injuries. <laughs> Just the ones this week, or anything that's bothering you in particular. Oh no, no. I mean, I like I broke my collarbone, I, I broke my ankle, and there is something actually that's very much bothering me. Maybe you can fix it. What's going on? It's in my foot. <laughs> okay. And it, you know, but. I don't want you to spend a lot of time down there. It's the most boring spot. <laughs> Get to the good stuff. But the foot has like pins and needles in it, like in my big toe. You know oh, what I mean? Like it's, it feels like it's asleep, but constantly. What the mm. fuck is that? It's probably from your, your whole leg. It's probably from in the calf and all over. It started when I was doing Dancing with the Stars, and I thought it was temporary, and it hasn't gone away in literally a oh. year. Oh, yeah. Damn. You could put some um, lemongrass on there if you want, or um, wintergreen or something. Okie doke. <sighs> I don't think a little pansy herb is going to take care of it. I think it's something. <laughs> Something's wrong. This is like herbs on steroids, essential oil. Oh, okay, okay. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch Dancing in the Stars yeah. because uh, I just haven't had the chance, but I've, I heard it's a very, it, I know it's a very popular show. Uh, when were you on it? I was on it last year. It was the one when Sean Lowe, The Bachelor, was on and Kelly Pickler won. I called that, by the way. I said, you're going to win, bitch. Oh, <laughs> can we swear on this podcast? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, cool. So Kelly, I'm like, you've got everything. You've got a story. You've got heart. You've got talent. You can sing. You can dance. And she won. She wound up winning. Wow. Yeah, she and I got to know it was Winona Judd. Um, <laughs> um, oh God, now I'm forgetting it, the whole cast. But anyhow, it was the hardest thing I ever have ever done in my life, but also the most rewarding. It was great. How far did you get? Seven out of ten. Whoa! No I way. Really, really. I want to watch it now. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't watch it either. In fact, they asked me to do it the very, very, very first season, 
when I was on TV, I was on a show called Less Than Perfect, and they said, we'd love you to be on this new show called Dancing with the Stars. And I said, there's no way in hell I'll ever be on that show, and that <laughs> show ain't going to last. Six, <laughs> 16 seasons later. Is it been that many? I'm begging them to be on it. Whoa. Yeah, and they finally, they did, they let me on. What, do they do two a year or something? Six, yeah, I think they, I, you, you know, I think they do. I, I swear to God, I've never, still to this day, haven't really watched it. Whoa. I, I watched, I, I watched the ones I was on because I was there. It was live. Whoa. It was live TV. The production value there is fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. This feels yeah. good, by the way. So you're doing a show uh, now called The Andy Dick Incident? The Andy Dick Incident, because I use that because I've heard that phrase <laughs> muttered by, well, my friends tell me that if something, if something like hat goes down, you know, this is during the days when I was really drinking heavily. I used to drink heavily with Dave Foley. Back in the news radio days, by the way, we had a, we really had a good time. I, I'm just hung up on him right now because he was here last week. He was so good. You know, he used to, we would we would be able to rewrite our lines on news radio. Oh wow! If you know, if we if if there was something better, and they, they were always open to us, our suggestions. And I would always go to Dave Foley. He's a phenomenal writer. But the Andy Dick incident is something that police officers say. They, they call my friends and they say, we need to talk to you about something. Can you come into the station? And then my friend says, what is it regarding? He's like, the Andy Dick incident. <laughs> and literally my friend, it, it, it happened to one friend, I guess I should say, and it's this girl I know named Giddle, Giddle Partridge. And... She she That's had an awesome to, name. I know her name, <laughs> Giddle. She started Partridge. She started a cult, the Partridge <laughs> family cult. You, you have to. It's like people who love the Partridge. She's a weird one. She's a oh, weird wow. bird. She was at the show last week, but she, you know, the police say we don't want to talk to you about the Andy Dick incident, and she wanted to say which one. <laughs> there's always something going on. She bit her lip, and then they went, you know, I don't even remember what that one was. But, yeah, the Andy Dick incident. It's a performance art piece of music, and there's character. You saw it. You saw it. Yeah, we Did you there. see, did I do Daphne, right? Yeah, you did Daphne. At the end, a little encore yeah. thing. I've been doing this, sh this type of show that incorporates music, uh characters that other people do, scenes, performance art, weirdness, and, you know, bodily fluids. <laughs> um, did, wait, did you? I don't want to give anything away, but did you see the part where the bit, the 400-pound guy? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, sometimes we don't do that. Yeah, that's hard. But people think it's real. It, it looks pretty fucking real. Don't, let's not talk about it anymore, but the thing is, I've been doing, <laughs> I've done that bit, that particular bit that we're not talking about, at least two or three hundred times oh, over wow. the last tw twenty years. So you've that, been honing the show in, honing it, honing it, honing it. Broadway. I'm. This sounds like a joke, but I swear Broadway is knocking or calling or whatever they do now. 
they're, they're yelling my name. They want me to do it off-Broadway, but I'm like, it's not ready, it's not ready, it's not ready. Do you ever get like that where, like, yeah. you don't want to do a project mm-hmm. if you're not ready or it's not ready? I'm getting older now, like, I'm 48, and now my thing is, like, just fucking do it. Let's just go. Yeah. Let's go before I fucking die. I realized today both of my parents are were dead before the, my age, I'm 48. They were both dead before. No way. Yeah, so it kind of hit me today. Like, what the... I'm not going to wait anymore. That's what the Pig and Whistle was all about. I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's put up the show in any state it's in, whatever stage it's at. Let's put it up tonight. Uh. And I think I went up that night. And I did. I went up that night. There was no... It was not my show yet. And there was no one... It was an open mic night. And the guy... This girl, you're gonna love this. This girl was on stage singing a hokey, stupid song. She and then she was done. She packed up her guitar, ran out, and the the host of the open mic night said, "Anybody? Uh, that's it. That's the whole show. Unless, of course, Andy wants to get up and do something." And I, there was only me, the guy talking into the mic, and and one of my friends uh, in the. I said, "For who? You and him? Yes. What am I getting?" And I said, "You know what? Fuck it. I'm getting up on stage." I got up on stage, started talking. Twenty minutes later, there was about thirty people in the room that, that had come from the the big bar in front. Yeah, because we do it as you know in the small little bar in the back. And then I'm like, "Fuck it, yeah, I'm gonna." I just got a date, and oh, that feels good on my neck right there. Yes. Oh, feel, do you guys like it on your neck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just feels good. I'm gonna. I gotta enjoy this moment. Also. <laughs> <sighs> Sasha had a question about a cartoon character. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Which thank one? you for reminding me. Okay. I, well, I actually don't even have television anymore. I have a TV, but I don't have television anymore because I'm gone too much. It wasn't I worth know. paying for it. Right. But I do love cartoons. I love Cartoon Network. Oh. And um, I'm a huge fan of American Dad. Oh, Lord. And <laughs> the first time I watched American Dad and I saw this alien, Roger, I said, this is Andy Dick. Yeah. And I think I read, like, I don't get too obsessive about these kind of things, but I do think I read online, like, no, it's based on this other guy from, like, um, I don't know, some The guy from Bye Bye Birdie, what's his name? Yeah, he's... I never saw that. But supposedly it is based on me. That's, you know, I know Seth. McFarlane from you know he does okay. that and he do, and whenever I play me, I on his shows it is me like yeah. and I write my lines too like jumping, oh, nice. I think one of them I'm on an airplane and the luggage is falling on people's heads and I don't even remember what I say there and but it's me Andy Dick on but on the other one Family Guy yeah right and then there's another one where it's me and I run into a club and I say something like who's ready to get eighty six or something. yeah <laughs> still to this day I'm, I have, like, I'm 86, and then I'm not. Then then I am, then I'm not. They can tell when it's just not a good idea to let me into their club. But if I look at them in the eyes, and I'm like, I'm really just not drinking. I'm in my not drinking mode. They'll let me in. But the, for the most part, I don't even go out when I'm in not drinking mode. So it's kind of a... So sort of an oxymoron. Yeah. So, so then all of a sudden, I, I they had that episode. Where do, 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 did you see that episode where I am actually on it? It's yeah. And, and Roger, <laughs> Roger's mad because I'm stealing his thunder as the 
fucked up fucking anti dick fucking vodka guzzling faggot. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, and the thing is, is that that wasn't me. And I saw Seth like a month later. I just happened to run into him. Like, why the fuck? You always, when I play me on your shows, it should be me. Like, I, so somebody else beat me out. To Poor me. So weird. I'm like, I was uh, mad about it. And he said, well, it was Nick Kroll. And I went, well, you know, he did a really good me. And I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> this is, if you watch it, it really is funny. I'm not, I mean, be honest with me. He did turn the gay up a yeah. little bit. Yeah. You know, he really, he, he was more like, I love vodka. You know, it's like, <laughs> if you, I, or whatever. I, I only saw it once, but I was laughing. Uh. So it is, as far as you've been told, you. I mean, or that's what I. That's what partially, I. Partially, yeah. And then even that's uh, disappointing. Yeah. Like, just fucking hire me, then you fucking bitch. Why is the guy to be an alien? Yeah, well, hire me. And uh, uh, I don't even want to get into it. It's totally fine. Uh, it's fine, because he he's okay at it, but you can tell whoever's doing that voice. I I don't want to talk. It's well, good. I think I think also cool thing about cartoons is that I feel like you can get away with so much more oh yeah than you can with a, a typical sitcom or oh yeah you can get away 30 with minute so, comedy you're right you, but you can even get away with so much more in today's world than you can even like t- like 10 years ago yeah. like when I was doing the Andy Dick show uh, it was a, a weekly battle with the censors as to what oh, I could say, yes. not say, and show or not show. Like one time, the, I do this character called Bob Gunderson. I talk like this. I'm Bob <laughs> Gunderson. I'm a fudge packer. <laughs> we come from a long line of fudge. My grandfather packed fudge. And I love packing. Then you see him in a chocolate factory actually packing little pieces of chocolate fudge into a box. He's really a fudge packer. He has no idea what he's saying. Then he switched jobs and became a Bob Gunderson, the endangered species ejaculatory specialist. (laughs) Basically, I go in there and I, you know, I extract the semen from the male and then I... (laughs) Inserted into the female of the endangered before they go and make themselves extinct. <coughs> so he's like kind of angry about it. But we show him jerking off a wombat. A wombat. Feverishly going, Ooh, he's sweating. And you, you don't see the wombat, but you see him jerking his <laughs> hand. And then the wombat shoots, you know, the money shot. And we just had this fake come shoot onto my face and they said MTV's like there's no way and I said well can we see it kind of shoot so the (laughs) it shoots in the air and we cut right before it hits my face (laughs) and that was acceptable but like today you could I could shoot it on my face and eat it yeah, probably. No, really. It's like things are so loose now. Uh, is there? I'm sure you've done and written and performed a lot of stuff over the years that the censors have just said no to. Like, could you tell uh-huh. us some of the best things that were rejected? 
Well, that was, that honestly was the coup d'etat or whatever the French faggoty word is. <laughs> I'm allowed to say faggot, by the way, because I am one. It's like, you know, a black person dropping the N-bomb. But my friend last night on stage called me a faggot, and I went, that's not good. I mean, I don't care, but you just alienated yourself from the audience. They mm-hmm. just they just went silent, and they were all weird. I was doing a show with, it was his show. Um, let me think <laughs> of other things that were censored. Oh, there were whole scenes I couldn't do. Whole scenes that they just said, no, and don't even try to ask again. Wow. That today would fly. There was one scene that was subtly... <laughs> It was just not quite PC. Like, the way I get away with Daphne Aguilera is, and this is not one of them, this is one that actually flew, you know, they they let it it go by. Uh. To the point where Daphne Aguilera performed at the MTV Music Awards. Remember that? I I remember that. When she was on The View. She was on The View. Because they wanted me to do the view, and I went, I can't, but Daphne sure can. And so that's how I would get people to let Daphne out of her fucking rotten oyster shell. But so the the other, the the one that that always comes to mind, I don't know if people even know this, but there was was a scene, you can look it up on YouTube, called the Midget Wrangler. So first of all, that's like an un-PC word, Midget. You're not supposed to say midget, which I don't know. understand why. I grew up saying midget, but I grew up yeah. saying all of it. I grew up dropping the N-bomb and, and the word faggot and the word midget. Just like It was just like shit or stupid or jerk or jag off. Yeah. I grew up in like Connecticut, Pennsylvania. I was never using the word midget like jag off, though. I was always like, that's what they're called, isn't it? No, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, like, I'm, like, I'm not no, saying I'm like, I'm, I'm not person. saying it's negative, but I would say if somebody was super, super short, I'd say... Oh yeah, the the midget, or or you know, or if they, you know, like that, you yeah, know? or what you know, or a mental midget, or you know, there's ways, there's just <laughs> it's just a fucking word, okay? Yeah. Yeah. It's all just words. If you've ever gotten beat up, which I have, I would much rather have them call me a fucking midgety mental midget faggot than to put their fist in my face, you know, like use your words, fag boy. that's how I I get punched by the way (laughs) but anyhow this midget it was called the the scene was called the midget wrangler and it was me and and, and why I brought up Daphne is because Daphne I get away with doing the Daphne Aguilera character because it's not she's not related to Daphne she's not related to Christina she says I'm Daphne Aguilera I'm Christina I'm you know, I'm Christina's mother's neighbor's best friend's dog walker. So she's <laughs> not even related to her. And so if you li- – and if she only says that once in the whole history of the Daphne Aguilera character. So I'm not pretending to be related to Christina, and I can just get away with it. It's, it's you know, just this, this crazy woman, Daphne, who stole her identity or the, or the last – borrowing the last name. So – the midget wrangler is me. <laughs> Have you ever heard of an animal wrangler on a set? Like they bring in the lions and they train them, or there, yeah. there's a dog that has to like the like that one movie that won the Academy Award that had the Jack Russell. Terry. Oh, the artist. 
the artist yeah. and that little cute dog. That dog is a star, and there's a there's probably a team of wranglers. Oh yeah. That handle that dog. What was that dog's name? Uh, God, what was oh, his one name? hit wonder? I guess. Anyhow, <laughs> the dog, the 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 midget wrangler. Wrangle, wrangled the midgets. Like what? if there's a if there's a scene in a movie that required a little person, my character and my character was like, you know, I I've been doing this. Uh, I've been when I think I really started to love the midgets when I was young. And my mom said, my mom said, I, I told my mom, I said, I want one of them midgets. And she said, you ain't gonna get one because a uh, they they crap everywhere. And we and B we don't have the yard for it, and like just treating midgets like they're, and they, like they're animals. It's it's I'm sorry, I I warned you. It's, it's really it's horrible on PC. I know. I know you're holding back your laughter because it's like not cool. But but it's it, hilarious. And then but but it went. It, they let it go, and we did it. And then but the day of the shooting, because I directed all of the Andy Dick shows. I hear, I hear the pattering of tiny feet behind me. To about ten little people <laughs> come up to me, and they're like, uh, no. Mr. D- "I swear to God!" Before we started shooting, they said, "Mr. Dick, we can't do this scene. This is highly inappropriate. It's offensive, and we're very angry." I'm looking down at about ten people who, the tallest one must have been three feet. I mean, I, I, there's a guy who became a super famous little person. I, God, I can't remember his name. I just saw him, too. But he was eh, he was micro person. He was about, oh, my God, in my mind, he's like seven inches tall. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he was like a foot. He's the littlest person in the world right now. Wow. But, and he was... <laughs> <laughs> you actually, at this point, you have to go watch it because basically I said to them kind of how I described the Daphne character. I said, but you have to understand, you guys can crap on me. We're, what, who I'm making fun of is the idiot that calls you midgets. You know, it's my character is really the mental midget of the scene. My character is just this dumb hick that doesn't get it. He's got a clicker. Like, down, down midget, down. It's, it's, and, and then they just, they're just pissed. They're like, don't treat me. Like, like, and they storm off and it's really funny. It's Is this crazy. online right now on YouTube? Yeah, or? yeah. Uh-huh. I'll have to post this for everybody. You can see almost every scene separate on, from the Andy Dick Show online. Um, that you can go super hard there. I think that I think you're right in my calf mm. or something is maybe what sparked the pins and needles in my foot. Uh. Go like she's moaning over there. I don't. You can go really hard with me, baby. <laughs> I want to get some of that moan on. I want to get my moan on. <laughs> uh, it's a death grip. Yeah, what the. F- Come on. It's so good. Come on, woman. Give it to me. <laughs> it's not good if it doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like like my meals. If I'm not sweating, I, it wasn't a meal. I like it to be spicy. 
So, Andy, I, I have a question, but if you don't feel comfortable, just let me know. Uh, which is, I've always, you know, uh, you happen to be a target for a lot of uh, a lot of gossip rags now and then. And and at first, yeah. you know, it was like, oh, this is different. We didn't know Andy liked to, to party. But it's sort of, you know, we all know that you like to have a good time by now. Uh, and, uh, you know, I always wonder what your craziest stories are from all your good times out in the world. Like... What you're like, and your show, you're talking about how you know the different crazy things you've done, but I don't want to spoil any stories that you know you might want to which tell. Which one? Give me a hint, but without giving the story away, which one are you thinking of? Like, like Weezer CD, oh, that kind of stuff. Well, the, the thing is, is that I, I really, oh, I, I, oh, oh, Jesus, hang on, she's going for it now. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'll fucking show this bastard. <laughs> um, yeah, right when I'm about to tell a story, too, she just grinded in there. Um, there are millions. The, the best thing is, and I think there's, I'm going to maybe try to compile a book. Like, That's, that I should, that. no, no, no. Uh, everybody wants me to write a book for years and years and years. I just don't have the discipline or the time or whatever. I'm talking about, it's called Everybody Has an Andy Dick Story. And then I'll get everybody to come and tell me. Because here's the thing. When you party as hard as I have, and I mean, like, I party a lot less often now. And I, I can't lie to myself anymore. Like, I'm sober now. But I just know in the future I probably am going to party. And I just, every time I go back to partying, I try to be a little bit more responsible about it. Because I like it. But I don't want to die. I'm not doing it like it's a death wish. I just like to have fun, just like what you said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the thing is, is but sometimes the parties, you, know, you become you become a spectacle because of that. But at the same time, so do you, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> You're just not on TV. No, you know? exactly. Like, I would love why... to just play, so play right now and see a highlight reel I of know. you stumbling around. <laughs> I, I, I'm laughing right now. I can you see would... your fat ass. Falling down the stairs. You would find Have it, too. Have you broken any bones yet? You would find it, too. There's Have you broken any bones? One, yeah. See? No way. Yeah. I bet it was when you were drunk. I was. Uh, I would love to see that. But when I do it. In the face. When I do, what happened? I was punching a guy in the face. Uh, and you broke your finger? Yeah. See? <laughs> but now, if you were me, David, bad boy. If you were me, but once that's all that's over. That's why I've never judged. I always think, hey, you know, teach his own. That's awesome. Everybody, but but I always with, want to know what awesome stories come out of there's your... There's so many, but here's my point. There's, there'd be five people pointing their cell phones at me. Yeah. And it would be all over the internet and TMZ and every fucking where. And that's the difference. Totally. So that's why it seems like I'm a fucking crazy lunatic. They don't, <laughs> they don't put on, you know... They don't. The, no, there's no TMZ of me going to the movies with my daughter or sitting right. there having frozen yeah. yogurt. What's so fun about that? <laughs> Nothing to them, but I love it. I live alone with my daughter right now. There's no story about that. Yeah. Nobody gives a fucking shit. They want the fucking juicy, seedy, crappy, let me see him at his worst yeah. you know, kind of story. And um, what was I going to tell you? Oh, there, I was going to tell you a story about... Oh, that, that's my story, is that I, when I am extremely, obliteratingly, obnoxiously, belligerently, or not, sometimes I'm just a happy drunk, drunk or fucked up or out of it, you know, like I'm talking about comatose, 
that usually means I'm in a blackout, so I'm not going to remember the story. <laughs> so the people, I, I've gotten to the point at my age where I can, you know, somebody tells me a story, I'm like, you know, do you know what happened this one time? And I listen to the story, and I'm like, yep, that sounds like me. <laughs> because it's just, I know what I do when I'm drunk now. I, when I get drunk, I tend to resort back to like when I was tw- about 12. And when I was 12, I used to spit a lot. So I would like <laughs> say a sentence and then spit like I was Mr. Little Cool Boy. I really, <laughs> Sasha loves it. Just like, yeah, man, we really should. Let's, let's go to the Viper and say, like, just to accentuate, it was like a period. Like, I know. I had you know that what period. I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And when I'm really, really drunk, I just start like going, man, I don't know what the fuck this problem was. Let's, you know what? We should just, just fucking just stay away from that fucking fact. You know, like, and then the thing is, is from, that's one of the main, believe it or not, it's one of the main reasons I get 86 from bars. Because I'll start talking and just spinning. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just my way of punctuating my sentence when I'm drunk. Oh, so I'm guessing the spit has hit a few people on more than one occasion. <laughs> no, I don't no? spit on people. It's just oh. you can't spit in a bar. Oh, you can't, that's like, lame. At the W Hotel or the Standard. <laughs> like I'm not allowed at the Mondrian. You know, I'm not allowed at the W Hotel. I really, honest to God, was looking for my friend's room. I was on the wrong floor, and I was, I, <laughs> I don't even want to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. I'm done. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Censoring myself on this one. Aww. Uh, it's Save not it. good. I, I I see why I'm not allowed at the W. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I don't disagree with them. I, I, I wouldn't let that monster in either. That place is so pretty, though. Sometimes, isn't it pretty? Sometimes it pretty. during the day, yeah, I slip in. <laughs> and I sit on the couches in that gigantic lobby with the chandelier, and I drink coffee by myself sometimes. It is nice. It's so pretty. Just like you, Sasha. Oh, thanks. (laughs) You came in today, because I don't know you very well. Yeah, I hope I get to know you more. But you came in when I was sitting out there, and you, 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 you you had such a tough voice, like a, such a tomboy kind (laughs) of persona. Is that how you are? I don't Uh, know you very well. That's just, I guess so. That I, I was a tomboy growing up, um, for yes. sure. Yeah. Uh, hence the spitting. Um, oh, so you did that too? Oh, yeah. I was probably more like nine, not 12. Wow. But, you know, same thing. Yeah. Same attitude. Yeah, I was definitely a tomboy growing up. Um, uh, for I, And I still feel that way. You know, sometimes I still feel like a kid. Yeah. And, and that will always be a part of me. That's never, ever, ever going to change. And I think... That's something that, um, especially when I was doing porn, came <laughs> was very obvious. <laughs> I wasn't a, I wasn't a punk. <laughs> yeah, because I just heard like when I complimented you on how pretty you are, you you turned into a girl for a little bit. <laughs> you turned into a girl. It was so cute. <laughs> but I do hate my voice. Oh, it's I weird. love it. You know. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah a, a couple of people, the last few podcasts, were like, no, I like your voice. Oh, okay, I, I don't like it. I love it. Yeah. I've learned to love my voice. I used to hate my fucking voice, so I thought it was so nasally and so 
faggoty, I can't think of another word, that I would, before an audition, when I was about 17, I would do this weird thing where I would yell as loud as I could with my face pressed up against a pillow. So I would rip my vocal cords, and then I would sound a little bit more like this. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, good, now I kind of sound like a man. But I know, I kind of want to take it, like, one step further. I'm not a smoker, <laughs> but I kind of want to just start chain smoking for, like, a year and a half, <laughs> and then just drink a lot of whiskey, yeah. so I can sound even a little raspier. <laughs> But, <laughs> but your voice is perfect. Well, this, then you should take shots of sand or ground-up glass. <laughs> I mean, we, it's, we, we don't need to change. Your voice is perfect, and I think mine is too. Right now, though, I'm a little bit extra nasally because my nose is shoved down into this fucking thing. But my boyfriend said to me... Okay, uh, we're done with the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, you have a boyfriend? You never told me that. <laughs> Nobody told me that. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been with him? <laughs> well, first of all, what did he say? I just got you off. Uh, he's not from here. He's he's from Europe. And he said, but why do all the girls sound ridiculous in this town? You don't talk like that. Oh, uh, that's and awesome. I said, well, I don't know if it's the town or if it's just me or what, but I'm not from L.A. So yeah. I guess I, I definitely carry a different cadence. I've definitely adopted some things like the word awesome. Yeah. I never, ever, ever. Yeah said in my fucking life yeah. the word awesome and now I always say it and now you always do yeah yeah I, ju- I use the word ratchet a lot lately and just oh, yeah. for the first time today my the, the, the friend of mine said you know you really need to retire that word because that's that was that was like hip like two and a half years ago but I, I've been out of it for years I guess I don't know but wait you who, your boyfriend can, don't tell me I love playing guessing games. Give me five guesses. Don't and don't give me hints. Just literally say yes or no. Is he from Denmark? Yeah. No. <laughs> Is he from? That's one. Is he from Germany? No. Good guess. Okay. Yes or no? Because I'm also going to ask you a yes or no question. Is you said Europe? So okay. Is he from France? Uh, no. But he lived there for a long time. Okay. Um, oh God, I only have two left. Can I ask a side question that doesn't count as one of the two? Maybe. You're making the rules. It's up to you. Hey, <laughs> if she's okay with it. Is that I may okay? or may not answer. <laughs> well, I just want to know if English was not his first. It is not language. So he re- okay he really is from another country. Okay, not Germany, not <laughs> French. So English was not his. Okay, see, see how I took England out? Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> let me see, let me see. France, Germany. God, there's so many fucking countries. Let me ask another side one. <laughs> is it a tiny country or is it just kind of medium? Like, is it more like the state of, is it like, the, is it like Connecticut? No, tiny? no. Or is it more like Florida? So. Um, is it Italy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got it. He's Italian. The bio good girl. Your amazing sense of deduction. Yeah. Okay, does, is it Connecticut talk, or Florida? <laughs> does he say Florida? Is like, oh, it's a giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. Does he talk like this? No. 
Why do all the girls in this town sound funny? But we did. Am I doing the worst Italian ever? <laughs> when you said funny, you actually sounded kind of Russian. I know. I don't. I I cannot do accents. I really can't. They're all fake. I just don't know what I'm doing. Uh, but that's the one that's spazzy and meatball. We did go. David and I. We're at, we were at a birthday dinner yeah. with a group of like eight or nine people. And oh, no. Uh, oh, no. this guy had just moved to Los Angeles from the Midwest and yeah. he was wasted. And we had just sat down. So we were all sober. Like we were all a half a glass of wine in. Oh, God, completely horrible. normal. I'm usually that guy. And he starts like doing fake Italian accents like oh. that. And he literally did the bibbida bobbida boo. And I said, what the oh. fuck? Like, no. Oh, you're gone. <laughs> I'm writing you off right now. <laughs> How long have you been going out with this faggot? A couple years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But seriously, how long has it been? A couple years. Okay, you yeah. guys are common law married practically. <laughs> he sounds wonderful. He is. Dreamy. Dreamy indeed. Can I ask how old you are? I'm 26. Oh, that's, a, that's usually the perfect age for men and women to like me for some reason. I think <laughs> you're a woman of the world and you've done more than most people have in their whole life and you're only 26. But for the most part, you know, people you know, who don't do a lot, like we meet you and I both, we've accomplished a hell of a lot. Yeah. Like I was already finishing up news radio by the time I was 27, you know. Wow. And I know, like, it just happened fast. For when did us. you move to L.A.? I moved to L.A. in 19, what, what is it, 87 or something? I'm not good with times and dates, but I, I was, I was like 20. Wow. I already had a kid. You know, my I, my son is 25. Oh, wow. Yeah, my Holy son shit. is your age, basically. Yeah. And then I had two more kids, and then I kind of adopted two other kids that aren't uh, with me, but they're, but my baby mama with two of my three kids uh, had two more after my kids, and I just kind of was living with them and taking care of them, and I still do. Oh, okay. That's that, all the kids' stuff. But um, I was going to ask where you're from. I'm from Sacramento, up north. Oh, so yeah. it's still California, but that really, that's kind of has like a Midwest thing. It's very different. The people yeah. are much friendlier, yeah. um, much more communal, for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would ever, I don't have a desire to live there ever again, but I'm definitely, ah, uh, shit, sorry. Now, when she's talking, uh. that's your cue to go go at it uh. on me. And then when I, yeah, you do my feet hard, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I was raised there, for sure. Yeah, it was probably awesome. Ooh. Then, um, can I ask you a couple personal questions? Because I really know nothing about you, except that all, I mean all of my guy friends. <laughs> you got to hook me up with her. You got to set me up. You, we got to go out to dinner and pretend like you want to go out to dinner, but I'm going to tag along. And I'm like, there's just no <laughs> fucking way, you fucking idiot. I'm not going to do that. Everybody oh. wants to meet you and like that but uh, can I ask you a personal question you don't have to answer okay I might answer I might okay answer. it's okay if you don't what the I'm curious about the porn thing did you did you win a, a what's it called an AVN award I did yes and I cried like a bitch 
because you're so happy? Because I'm so happy, yeah. Was it best? I don't even... I Do you know that I'm 86 from the AP? <laughs> what? Yes. Yes. Were you there that year? No. Oh, God. Damn, that's sad. I wish it was. Because I wanted to talk to Lisa Lampanelli. It was when she was hosting. And I went right to her dressing room because, you know, I have that backstage pass called my face. So I just walk backstage. I go into her dressing room and I sit there. And they're like, "Um, she's on stage and she's not going to be here for a while. Probably you should just not be in her dressing room. Well, I'm going to sit here until she comes. And that just upset them. And they just escorted me out. I think that was right after I quit. Was it? So you did hear about it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But have you ever performed in Vegas? No. That's so strange that you asked me. They've asked me and asked me and asked me, but I just know it would be that kind of thing where I would wind up moving there. And you you know my story about Vegas, right? Uh, Maybe. Oh, you said up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it took me, after this happened, it took me 10 years to even go, I was never going to go back there, ever. Because it's just, there's some places I know I'll never go. One of them is Burning Man. (laughs) (laughs) I just won't go. I'm afraid I'll die there. (laughs) (laughs) Or never leave. You know, it's going to be one or the other. And so, I went to Vegas, it was when I was doing news radio, and we had a guest star, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. And she was dating this guy named Dave Strickland, who was on uh, Suddenly Susan with uh, Brooke Shields, right? Mm -hmm. And and he would come to the set while his girlfriend, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, was on news radio. And, And we just fucking hit it off. We had so much in common. We were the same age. He was also a co-star of a show that had this, a similar makeup and genre. It was an office comedy. He was the goofy office guy. I was the retarded office fag. And we just were similar. We did these characters. We both dated gorgeous women. My girlfriend at the time, I went out through like seven years. Was, is, she's stunning. She still is. She's married to Madonna's guitar player now. <laughs> with like 13 kids. But so he and I hit it off splendidly. Like it was just such a great. I'm like, oh, I love this guy. I need a friend like this. And we were partying and having fun. And one night we were partying so much in, in a good way. We were just having fun with. And there were other celebrities. I, I leave them out of the story, but <clears throat> basically. Um, it was one of those nights when one of us, I, I think it was him or one of the other guys said, let's go to Vegas right now. And it was already midnight or one. Oh, shit. And this is back in the day when you could bring a six pack on the airplane with you because it was the 90s. It was like 96 or 97 or something. And I said, fuck yeah. And it was like $40 trip to Vegas on an airplane. We got on an airplane. I had my own six-pack, and I think he did. And we're drinking it. And we get there. And we want to party more. Now I'm starting to get just super tired. And I said, let me just... I'm just going to watch the Grammys, I guess. And just and he's like, well, I'll be right back. And he leaves. Um, and, and by the way, he was upset about his girlfriend at the time because they were either fighting or broken up. I don't even remember. I just remember him being sad. But the partying was taking care of that. We were having a great, great, great time. Long story short, um, I fall asleep 
with the TV on. And I wake up to just boom, boom, boom. Oh, wait, I have to blow my nose really bad. Oh, okay. You can just close your eyes. I trust that you're not good. I mean, you can look at it if you want. It's impressive. Great. You're in the air all the time. I know you're in the air. Everything. Here she is, baby. Come on. Wait, can you hear this on the mic? Yeah. Listen. Oh, she said that's big. I can't see it. <laughs> no, you heard it. We all heard that's it. That's the sound of nine inches, baby. <laughs> Am I never going to be able to use that mic again? <laughs> I wasn't hitting the mic with it. It was hitting my thigh. Oh. Okay. So, <laughs> I've never used that mic again. No, the mic's way up there. Okay. So we're there. Oh, God. Back to the sad story. <laughs> oh, this took me. I'm not even over it yet. It was just the most probably, well, it's the, one of the top five most disturbing things that's happened. I had a string of them in a row where all my friends were just dying. My parents died. And then five, alert. five of my friends died. Oh, I know, I know. So knock, 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 knock on the door in the morning and people come in in suits with the manager of the hotel, and they're like, where's your friend, where's your friend? Where's your friend? I'm like, I don't, what do you, I don't know, he left last night, he said he was gonna come right back. Well, your friend's in a lot of trouble. And I'm like, oh, what, what, why, what did he do? I'm thinking, oh, he got more drunk and ran through the city naked, I'm like, what, 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 what? Oh, first of all, they handcuffed me. They handcuffed me, oh. and I'm on my knees with my hands behind my back, handcuffed. They're like, they just kept screaming it too. Not nice. They're like, your friend's in a lot of trouble. I'm like, well, are you okay? I heard you. What? What happened? And and they're like, well, when did you come in? And I said, uh, last night. But I guess it was more like today because I was like, what? Well, which is it, last night or today? I mean, they were screaming at me like I couldn't give a right answer in their eyes because it was like one in the morning so that's today but it was last night you didn't understand well let me tell you something your friend is dead <gasps> and I'm like just I fell on my face I just because I couldn't hold because my hands were handcuffed behind my back I just fell forward hit my face just fell on my face I didn't know what was going on what happened they weren't they didn't give me any information. I had some marijuana on the on the back part of the toilet that I was smoking, you know, the night before. They grabbed, it was a bag of pot. They grabbed it, threw it in the toilet, flushed it down. And they said, just get out of here. Here, We're going to escort you to the to the airport and you just get out. And they were mad at me. And so they put me on an airplane, sent me home. My friend Dave's car was still in my driveway. I didn't know what Whoa. was going on. I didn't know what to do, who to call. And, and you know, everybody blamed me. Everybody, there were people that literally said, you killed David Strickland. And, yeah. and I've ha heard that about other of my friends, too. It's like, I, the only thing I can say is that maybe, like, when you're in a poker game, I have a hand in the game because I'm with the, these people playing poker, but I didn't make the guy across from me lose or win. I'm just, I was playing the game and then he died, you know? Like, I didn't, I, it's hard for me to describe that to people because people really believe, you killed him. 
you're responsible. And that, and then I've grappled with that my whole life, him and with Phil Hartman. And, and there's a, a, a slew of people that just died. And then I have to, did you ever get any answers? Yeah, what happened? He hung himself. <gasps> he walked two miles down the road to another hotel, a real, pardon the expression, ratchety hotel, <sighs> and where they had exposed beams on the ceiling. And he, That sounds you, like plan, he planned it. He did. It's almost like he, I mean, I can't say he did. It, it felt to me like he had planned it all the way from back in L.A., yeah. And he wanted you to be with him. It and he wanted me yeah. to be with him. And he he hung himself with the the sheets that were hung that he tied to the the rafters. Wow. And then he had a, a a six pack of beer that had the um, that had a paper bag that said uh, "Have a nice day" on it. And he like had propped up the bag so that you could read "Have a nice day." Wow. It was real morbid, and I just didn't know how upset he was or how much in pain and turmoil he was in. I just thought yeah. he was just sad about a breakup, but he was obviously ripped to shreds about it. I mean, he killed himself. Oh. Yeah, that is rough. It was the worst. And it was like my new best friend. Yeah. Oh, man. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, and then when someone passes away like that, and you get back to your, your the, the next day happens, and you find some like as you said, you find the car in your driveway, and you keep having these 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 in your face reminders that was the worst. there was a life that's just not yeah. in charge of this car anymore, and yeah. there's a life that's not paid its rent anymore, and just yeah. gone, and yeah. then and then a, a whole group of people that because I had never met his parents, I had never met you know like even Brooke Shields herself just had a distaste for me and there was interviews all over the TV and even the reporters and I'm talking about big ones like Dan Rather and Connie Chung and people you know the big 90s reporters were yeah. having sit down interviews with people and they would say well he, it's just to hear Brooke Shields say I don't know Andy Dick so she was, everybody always would say my last name <laughs> It was it was just so strange for her. You could hear the disdain in her yeah. voice when she would, and it just wasn't good. It was just was not. It was like horrible, horrible for me as a person. I was already an emotional wreck from it, and then to have everybody mm -hmm. kind of point fingers at me was even worse. I was like the big the nightmare dreg of society, like big stinky poo poo of L.A., and it never went away. It, it, you know, with the Phil Harbin thing and the Chris Farley thing. And I had a story come out <clears throat> about Chris Farley and I. We used to hang out a lot. We were very good friends all the way back in Chicago. I moved out here first, got on news radio, and I was more successful first. But then he uh, skyrocketed to the stratosphere, making like $3 million a movie. I've never made that. So... You know, I'm 48, and I still haven't gotten to his level. But, you know, there is something to be said about longevity, too. But he was just phenomenal. I said, if you can just hang in there and fucking clean shit up, even now and then, you're going to be working with with Robert De Niro and, you know, Dustin Hoffman. And I promise you, you're going to win Academy Awards. He's He was that talented. 
And look, look at all the people that did finally do that. Like Ben Stiller works with Robert De Niro works with Dustin Hoffman. It was like exactly what Farley would have been doing. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> oh, I don't remember. Oh, there was a story that came out in the Inquirer, and it was when I was in my first of seventeen rehabs. I was in my very first one, and I was new to this, like trying to get sober thing, and it was hard for me, extremely hard for me. And I stayed in, in this facility, and we weren't allowed out or within, have any contact with the outside. But we did take a field trip to the gym, and we, would, we went to the gym, and I saw the front page of the Inquirer with me and Farley partying, and there was a whole story that chronicled such detailed events that happened in my living room I thought back and I was like, wait, that was just me, Farley, and this guy named Billy. I'm not going to even say his last name. He'll just use that to get more publicity. And I, years later, he admitted, yeah, he sold the story to the Inquirer for 300 bucks. Oh, damn. So it was worth our friendship? Like, really? Because I, it's just horrible. And it was a very bad article about how much drugs we were doing. And I can't believe that that shit still goes on. I mean, not to talk about it, but I, I see it still. There's a lot of people doing drugs, and they're on the cover of these magazines. I saw it yesterday with one of the major, most major starlets in, in America caught in a, in a drug den. I look at it, I'm like, I don't know if that's true. Do you know what yeah, I mean? it's hard yeah. to say. Most of my stories that came out, there was a seed of truth, <laughs> at the very least. Sometimes, sometimes it was toned down. <laughs> like, they left out the good stuff. I'm like, oh, they should have talked about how I did this or that. Like, they should have talked about how I peed on everybody. <laughs> In the jacuzzi of a certain hotel. <laughs> Things like that, because that just makes it more rock and roll to me. Whatever. Okay. That right. can you feel that there? Mm-hmm. You gotta get rid of that. <laughs> I'm serious. If I don't leave here, if I leave here with that still in me, I'm I'm gonna be mad at you. <laughs> get rid of it. I've heard that so many times oh. in my life. <sighs> uh, <laughs> but uh. Where can we follow you on, on online? Are you on social at, media? It's all Andy Dick. It's just at Andy Dick Instagram, at Andy Dick Twitter. And Sasha, you're at Sasha Gray at everything. At Sasha Gray, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud. Google Plus. Google Plus, yeah. And we're at Deep Tissues on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I uh, David Galevi as well. Uh, DeepTissuesPodcast.com. Thanks, Andy. Thank you, guys. That was very, very pleasant. Thank you, baby. Don't forget to hydrate. Oh, yeah. Hydrate.
Not every day we get naked with Andy Dick. <laughs> well. Yet. Yeah. It's, it's never come a thing. It's happening now, and it's not going to be the last time. 